Welcome back, bitches. This is Girl Why Podcast with your hosts, Vanessa and Terry. Your weekly podcast where no topic is off limits. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of Spill and Sip with David Yontif. Hey, David. What's going on? Uh, another day, another day of tea. We got a lot to get to. We got we, a lot to get to. We do. We do. Um, I want to just kind of get right into it and get into Atlanta. What'd you think of this pandemic wedding, as the internet is calling it? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so hard to have any feeling now when we know that it already happened. I still cringed. It's a little cringeworthy. It, it was. Like, I'm sorry. Like, thinking back to that time, I'm thinking, like, Cynthia, Bravo didn't record it. Like, I would not have put that out there. Like, I was cringing for her. I was just going to say, like, when you get the warning on the actual black screen of, like, Bravo's cameras could not enter, you're like, huh. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. It was a lot of people. It was a lot of people. I was, was glad t- to see Eva Marcel back. A, a, a skinny Eva Marcel. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And you know, and she just spoke out, I guess, when she won America's Next Top Model. My guest, Janice Dickinson, told her, you need to get a nose job. Like, or n- now you can use oh that my- money to, she's, Janice said, now you can use that money to fix your nose. And Eva's like, why? I didn't realize I had a problem with my nose. So <laughs> I guess feel what? like I remember that. There's a short list of people that don't seem to care about cancel culture, and I'm going to put Janice Dickinson on that list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she has no filter, never has. Yeah. And that's a whole nother show. Can you be canceled if you don't care? I don't know. <laughs> that's a really good point. That's he a definitely really, doesn't give a really shit. Good point. Janice doesn't care. I, I imagine if Joan Rivers were alive, she would be on the list as well. I care. She's like, I'll work or I wouldn't work. I mean, I have hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm just thinking, speculating. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. saying it's right. Just saying Janice doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I remember I remember Joan Rivers saying, we all know Michelle Obama is a man and just getting in her car and driving away. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't, I mean, I saw Joan Rivers in New York City the day Michael Jackson died. Literally the day he died, she had a show and I had tickets and she, I don't know, in three hours came up with 800 Michael Jackson is dead jokes. So I love oh my God. she's like too soon. So there you go. But yes, it was good to see Eva back. And I mean, you know, it's so weird. Like the Bolo episodes, one or two were phenomenal. And now I feel like we're back to the B-list Atlanta show. Correct. And I don't, and I, first of all, we are, I think on episode 13, we're pretty deep in already. I don't really see much else. Do you know of anything else exciting coming? Because I don't. No. Was anybody surprised that Nini was not in attendance? No. Terry? Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I wasn't either. Tomorrow on my show, I have, I don't know if I told you, I have Mike Hill tomorrow. Yes, yes, I can't wait. Yeah, I didn't know when it was going to be out, but yes, I know you told me. Tomorrow and I, I, we, we get into it. You know, I say like, you know, how do you feel that Nini wasn't there? I mean, he has feelings. He expressed Cynthia's feelings. He expressed what he thinks is going to happen in the future between Nini and Cynthia. So Ooh, I cannot wait for that. Episode. I'm like, here you are. I love you dearly, but we have to talk about Nini for a, a, a minute. Love it. So, I cannot wait. No, I, I wasn't shocked. Right. 
It's gonna um, be good. I didn't. I wasn't either. I didn't think so. Um, last thing about New Jersey. Obviously, we know Cynthia got a lot of flack. Uh, I know Wendy Williams Atlanta. gave her some flack. Or, I'm sorry, Atlanta. Uh, she got a lot of flack as far as for the wedding, but that was really it. Like you said, I think it's kind of gonna go, eh, and then we'll probably drive right into reunion. I mean, like the wedding was gorgeous. She was gorgeous, but yes. did anything happen at the wedding that you didn't read about really in no. the tabloids? That was so shocking. You know, it's like great. We're gonna show the wedding and. Giselle was there, clap, let's move yep. on. Karen yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally, totally. Um, all right, moving right into Jersey. Yes. Hi. A mess. Jackie's a mess. That's all I got to say about Jersey is Jackie is a freaking mess. I can't take it anymore. How is it that, like, Jersey got it right? I told you it's either, like, the, the like, dailies were coming back from Atlanta and OC and Dallas and Andy or somebody is like, you, you're the fourth in the the, the – the quad to shoot during COVID and you people better do it because we have Bring shit. It. Yeah. Or it's just, it's a different production company and they figured it out. I still think this whole rumor was made up. I'm going to stick by that. I believe it. I know there's a lot of schools of thought. Some people say Margaret brought it up. I guess that's Danielle Staub was saying that. I don't know if you saw that this week. Mm-hmm. She's saying Margaret made the rumor up. I don't know. But you think Jackie's a mess, huh? I just can't deal with the the dramatics of it. If it's not true, if you and Evan are fine and happy, great, move on. But this constant crying and throwing Evan another party to then just talk about oh it gosh. all over again. I was like, move on, girl. Like, it's not, I mean, she didn't say like, I saw him in bed with a woman. She's talking about some rumor at the gym, like move on. Well, now it's also starting to get to, and I never thought of this, but now that it's in my mind, I can't get it out of my mind. Well, A, you know, if something isn't true, you laugh it off and you move on. B, I mean, is this the best thing that happened to you, Jackie? Like, is this now a storyline that you're milking? Like, are you turning into Jennifer Aiden? Like, is she like pulling a Jennifer Aiden on me? So I'm starting to think that she's thrilled. I don't know, but it's like, move on, girl. Like, like you said, if this is, this is it, this is it. Like, let's go. This is why we can't watch Housewives the same 15 years in. It's like, we just now question, are you upset? Or are you thrilled because you're a fame whore and you want a storyline? And that is I'm nothing against, that. right? That That's how like we feel about, about right, so actually. many. And how could we, this is our new world that we live in. We don't trust anything. Or when you have Bronwyn calling freaking paparazzi on herself, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I'm, I don't need to think about that one. That one I can tell you is a hundred percent for sure. Yes. Um, right? But I did. But I can't stop thinking, and I'm surprised it hasn't been brought up. She's thrown two parties for Evan now, two birthday parties. And I can't stop thinking about her kid's birthday party from last season where she had nothing for the adults to drink. She had box pizza there, and everybody stood in the driveway. Correct. But now you're throwing elaborate parties just because um, your husband supposedly had an affair and you want everybody to know it's not true. Like, your kid's party sucks. If you're going to have adults there, at least have a bottle of vodka and let them pass it around. Nobody wants to hear kids playing basketball. Jackie's <laughs> stepping it up in the party situation, huh? About time. Definitely got to her, I guess. Kind of. I mean, listen, Jennifer Aiden's even spoken out saying, like, we're not Beverly Hills. I promise you it's not going to be a whole season of one storyline. Well, honey, it seems that's where we're headed. We're, like, three episodes deep with it right now. Maybe four. It don't seem to be ending anytime soon. And like from knowing these ladies and the chatter, I don't really remember much other chatter. Like, yes, Ugh. Margaret has a big Halloween party, blah, blah, blah. You know, Teresa's father 
passed away before the show. Right. They are now showing it on the show. I don't know how that's going to be shown. If it's going to be pretend like this just happened, or I think it's going to be real time. Like this happened before let's honor him. That's what I think. But other than these minor things, we're headed to like, we're having one storyline. Yeah. It's looking pretty bad. What did you think? I feel like we have to kind of touch on me and Terry talking earlier about Marge, which she's talking about her book that's coming out. um, And she's kind of giving some info back in the eighties when she was in her early twenties and things that she had to do to kind of, progress her career with her bosses, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then Jennifer's reaction where she says, I would never say that out loud, nonetheless put it in a book. Some things you just take to the grave. Um, personally, I just felt like that's exactly what's wrong with the world. Like, Jennifer, get a fucking clue. Like, get a clue. <laughs> kind of. Right? I mean, and Margaret definitely clapped back at her. I don't know where. I think Twitter it was Twitter or Instagram. It was one of those. I don't think it was in an interview. Yeah. I mean, has Jennifer, like, does Jennifer remember the Harvey Weinstein case? I think she, like, lives in La La Land over there in her big mansion and just, like, what's going on out there? I've been in the mansion many times. It's, I think she's in her own world. But it it probably also has to do with her super conservative Turkish mom, I would think. But still, I mean, she should know better at this point. If somebody wants to tell their truth, you don't, like, take a shit on it and be like, wow, I'd never tell anyone. Yeah. So I mean, with all the people being canceled, why is this now like, just, does anyone real? I mean, I think it's a a pretty bold statement. I do too. I do too. And I'm actually surprised it wasn't talked about more like on social media and stuff. I haven't really seen a lot about it, which I'm surprised because that leaves a lot of conversation to have between Jennifer's reaction and what happened to Marge. It happened to, I'm sure, hundreds and thousands of people. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like if I were Margaret, I'd be like, wait, That'd be a better storyline to go up. on with right now than what we're than what we're dealing with. Yeah, like I opened <laughs> up, I put this in my book. I'm saying it on national TV, and you're sweeping it under the rug and telling me I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> what type of image does that send to women? Correct. Everywhere or men or anyone that's been in this situation. Absolutely, <laughs> and like young, you know, young girls growing up and things like that. I mean, I think even Marge said it, but. You know what I think it is? I think it's I think it's Megan and Harry. I think that shit took over oh. the whole world and anything that happened around that interview is just like, oh yeah. And, and then we ended was, with J Lo and Arod, which you know, everybody's gone nuts about, which we're gonna get into very shortly. Um, do we wanna move on to Dallas? Wait, sure. So yeah. the only other thing though is I think they're gonna make a big storyline out of Joe Gorga owing that money. Yes. Um, Thank you. Yes. And I don't think that Teresa stood up for her brother in a way that he would appreciate since he does seem seemingly like have her back. So I think they're going to play on that a lot. I mean, she's like, I don't know what men do. I mean, I thought I knew what my husband was doing and I went to jail. So I get her point in that, (laughs) but it's still your fucking brother. (laughs) Like, yeah. And And if it came with return, she'd be pissed if her brother wasn't going ham for her. And yes, and by the way, like Teresa's argument just kind of like put the nail in her brother's coffin. Like now you're comparing your brother to your husband. Your ex-husband. Who actually is deported and in jail. I'm not so sure that that argument helped his case, Teresa. Yeah, that I agree with you, Terry. That, that's a good point to bring up. That is, that's probably going to be the next big drama I'm thinking for the next uh, couple episodes. Because yeah, that's not going to go over well. And they're having a confrontation, I think, on this week's episode, the guy and Joey, so we'll see how that all ends up. The interesting thing is, like, right now, I can't see them having, I mean, we're not at the end of the season, but 
I can't see who would be swapped out if we're going to change up the cast. But, you know, there is that rumor going around. Have you seen that casting notice that people are sending around? There's a casting notice. It doesn't say any production company or network or anything, but it says we're looking for very affluent women in New Jersey, et cetera, et cetera. Google it. It's It's on a lot of the blogs. It's going around of like, who's being replaced. I think they'll get rid of Jackie for sure um, because she's kind of, yeah. Cause she's trying to make it like it's Teresa or me and people are going to choose Teresa. Nobody gives a shit about Jackie at this point. She's not relevant enough to keep around and she doesn't really bring the drama. She brings sh- shitty birthday. Love parties. or hate Teresa. Yeah. Everyone's choosing her. Correct. She's yeah. And Jennifer's you. feeling very, you know, I think she's like, okay, I made it to season three. I'm here. Cause she's, you know, she's still a pain in the ass, but she's like a relaxed, making jokes. Yeah, and she'll be solidified if Jackie goes. I would say if there was a gun to my head and I had to choose one of these people, I would choose Jackie at this point. No, and I agree with what you said last week when you said, I think- Not that I look- want Jackie. I just think that's who they would choose. <laughs> I think that's who they choose, but I also think like you said last week, I think when she looks back at the season and everything, I think she may walk anyways. Maybe, unless she's doing it for a storyline and then she's loving this and then she won't walk. True. It's one, it's one of the two. We shall see. All right, Dallas, talk to me, guys. Um, well, I saw I have not had a chance to listen to your interview with Leanne Locken yet. Did you have anything revolutionary that was exposed when you talked to her? I mean, you know, you talk to Deandra one week and Leanne the other week. And hey, we have someone <laughs> on today from Dallas. Go check my feed. Oh, we have yes. a third Dallas person. Um, I have, I just, I always have a soft spot for the underdog in life. I just mm-hmm. do. I mean, whether you can call Leanne an underdog or not. I mean, you could, some people call her racist. I, listen, we dealt with the situation. Like I brought it up. You know, I, the only thing that I think was, Interesting. Well, the thing that's making the headlines on all the blogs is she said Stephanie Holman is the biggest liar and fraud of the cast. So that's caused some people to start talking. I didn't say it, guys. It's on my podcast. Leanne said it, <laughs> not me. Don't come after me. Um, I just think the other thing is she explained how she's not racist because her and Carrie Brigham are the same race. So you need to listen to that. There's literally, she goes A, B, C, and D. And by the time we're at E, she has like a five part argument about how her and Carrie are the exact same race. Only like one or two people had something to say about that. I thought that was something because it's an interesting yeah. combination. Yeah. Um, she drank great Kool-Aid. I think she was feeling good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, other than that, other than that, there is a Dallas woman. Let's not mention who. There is a Dallas woman who texted me and is like, before I listen to this, please let me know what Leanne said about me on your podcast because rumor is she threw us all under the bus and I'd like to know. Before. And I'm like, I hate to break it to you, sweetie. You're hardly mentioned. Oh, God. <laughs> I love um, that response. <laughs> I'm just like, do you really not want to be mentioned? It really was about Steph. She had the most to say about Stephanie and Brandy. Really, Stephanie. She came after Stephanie. So that's kind of different. That's interesting. I would have figured it would be Brandy. Brandy's kind of pissing me off this season, though, because I just because I I don't like her the way she keeps bringing up this whole video with her castmate and making it a whole ordeal. I don't know why you would feel awkward around her. And then she wants to act like, you know, I want to be cool. I want to be your friend. And then tells her husband on camera, well, I just think she's boring. So I don't really yeah. understand 
what she's trying to do, but she keeps bringing it up. She's like, which makes no it else is... more awkward than anything. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's if... over and done with. You keep talking about it. And then now you're just making everybody feel weird. I mean, she's another one. I just, I don't know what's happening on Dallas. It's like, is anything happening really? It's a bore. Mm-hmm. I watched I was, it out of obligation I was trying to, be to my podcast. Correct. No, I am honest. Like I, and I'm honest with all of our listeners. Like I sometimes do it for my listeners in Dallas lately. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing it for my listeners so that those that are still interested, we can have this conversation. But yeah, they need to like pick it up because like I watched it. I sit there and I watch and I'm just like, okay. Sweetie, I had to watch Camp Getaway for my listeners. So oh like, my <laughs> I get it. I had like like five people. Bravo was like, please interview these people. And I'm like, I don't want to. (laughs) But I did. No, I know. Trust me. I'm like, okay, just like, you know, do it. But what can we do? I would rather hear about Deandra's like makeup line and her business as opposed to this whole shaman thing that we're seeing in every episode, like with her getting her inner peace. Like to me, that is what's making it boring. I want to hear about your business. It's just like, like, that's how, it's so weird how that's how it works in Dallas and the OC and Jersey. Like anything outside of New York and Beverly Hills and maybe Atlanta, it it really is not made up, but it really is like these women go and get a storyline. They they do. Yeah. The producers say, what's your storyline? And they just figure out. And I'm sure producers are like, no, anything else? And then they're like, okay, Go run with that. It's like you have to go like spend money and create things for the show. It's crazy. But yeah. that's yeah. how it is. Unless you're like Luanda Lesseps or Teresa or Erica Jane or Rena or one of these. Right. No, you're so you're so so right. Not that's the why most Teresa's a superstar because she walks in and just out, right out of the fucking gates. I heard he fucks around at the gym. And I automatically wanted to know more. I'm like, so is he fucking dudes at the gym? Is he getting sucked off by guys at the gym? Or is he cheating with women? Tell me more. <laughs> I mean, it raises a lot of questions. Like, I understand, like, man on man in the locker room. But that's where exactly... Thought. Well, that's logical. Like, where exactly are you picking up these women? And are you going into a public bathroom at the gym? Like, it just raises... <laughs> Yeah, we, we have a million more questions, Teresa. We yeah. need more. Yes. But then, yeah. like you say, Teresa's a superstar when she's walking and they, they amp up the music and she just, like, shoves Margaret just Dolores, a little bit. did you hear? <laughs> right. Like, just, like, a little bit she shoves Margaret, but, like, just that you're, like, you, in that one second you flash back to a table being flipped and to Andy Cohn going down in that chair and you're, like, this and is she, that's why, why she's the star of her franchise. Yeah. And that's why goodbye, Jackie. If it's one of the other, we are there, there's no competition there. Like none whatsoever. I think they said to Teresa, like when you came out of jail, Namaste was very interesting because we didn't expect this from you. And now let's go back to the Teresa that got us blockbuster ratings and just fucking dial it up. And she's probably like, <laughs> Oh, I don't want to. Fine. Like he's happy. And they're like, We don't give a fuck. Earn your money. Just do it. Yeah. And then but <laughs> more power to her that she could just turn that that back on within seconds good yep. like it's amazing that's why we love like, her I, I forgot why i love Teresa until just now <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh say goodbye to the housewives and let's talk a little bit of j-lo and a-rod so last week page six was the first to break um that they had supposedly allegedly broken up Fast forward throughout the weekend, obviously everybody on the internet is going crazy, trying to figure out where it went wrong, blah, blah, blah. The couple does come out and say, hey, we're still together. We're having some issues kind of thing. 
uh, but we're working through it and we're still together. As of yesterday, I know A-Rod flew to the Dominican Republic where J-Lo is currently filming her movie. He was in Miami um, up until yesterday. All I got to say about this is if they're having this many issues, they need to not be walking down the aisle anytime soon. Like, don't bother right now. Or probably ever, but, like, definitely not right now because why? Like, why do it? I agree. Why do it? Apparently, the kids were part of that discussion. I don't know if they were with A-Rod and he brought them or they were already there with J-Lo, but apparently the kids were completely shocked and obviously... I heard the same thing. They're devastated devastated but that's what happens when you commingle your entire family together like this and then it doesn't work out now the kids are going to be all heartbroken but i still don't think they should get married for that no kids don't save marriages i just feel i don't know everyone on this on this spill and sip is going to start thinking i'm like the jaded new yorker in the group but like <laughs> if you're having i mean i get it try to work it out but like you're having this many problems and I mean, like, he bother. comes with this reputation. And now and so she, he's, yeah. She has her own reputation. I mean, this would be her fourth marriage, his third. Um, obviously, he's got the Playboy reputation, like you're saying. Um, she loves to love, which is one of the reasons you either love or hate her. But I just don't think this is it. This is going to work. But you know what? And, like, I see her, like, this to me is Madonna and Guy Ritchie. Like, you went for your equal. I mean, although I don't know who's equal to Madonna, or, <laughs> but you went and it didn't work out. And now, I mean, Madonna is still with her like 29 year old dancer from the Madame X tour. Like he's mm -hmm. there in Portugal and working and whatever it is, she's 60, whatever. And he's 29 or whatever. And, you know, there's no question who wears the pants. And if it's working, it's working. I just, I think that's what JLo needs. She's powerful. She's fucking J-Lo. But like, she who's did gonna... that already, too. Remember, she did that with um, she did. Casper, right? Was it Casper, I think? Was she did, and Madonna did it before, too. I just think yeah. she's tried this, and it's like, who's going to keep up with J-Lo? Like, I don't even know who that is. And I don't if either. If you cheat on J-Lo or There's straight, no hope for anybody. And I see J-Lo not taking that. Like, I don't think J-Lo's a doormat. I mean, she's like, I'm J-Lo. Are you kidding me? I agree. Yeah. So I don't know how you come back from that. And I mean, God knows who else, but like Madison from Southern Charm, like what? I, know. I heard she's like, in Miami too, like at the same time, which I found very interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I believe the like Jay Cutler, Kristen Cavallari, when they say like this girl is a fame whore, like mm -hmm. messy. But you know, Madison knows what she's doing. Like now she's like, I mean, I didn't even know she was there before. I was like, where's Shep and where's Craig? And oh, there's Catherine and I'm missing Cam. And I'm like, why am I watching Madison? Now it's like, somehow she knows what she's doing. You yeah. ain't gonna forget Madison so quickly now. Yeah. Especially yep. since she just happens to be turning up everywhere that the married or engaged men are. <laughs> Seriously. But I, I don't think it's going to work with J-Lo. And I, I think it's think. over. I think they're just uh, putting a band-aid on it right now. I think they're not ready to go public with, with it because of probably the kids and things like that. I personally think it's already over. And like I said, yeah. I think this was just a band-aid. By the summertime, they're both going to be moved on. Mark my words. Yeah. I Moving agree. right along. Who do we have so next? Lala Kent and her baby uh, named Ocean. I can't. I can't. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Is there any middle name or anything else? 
The only thing we that they've released is Ocean. I mean, it's not the weirdest names. I was looking up weird ass celebrity names this morning, and like one of them, one kid's name is Pilot Inspector. Whose kid is that? Yeah, whose kid is J- that? Jason Lee and Beth Reesgraf. Oh. And they reportedly chose the name Pilot after hearing a song. I don't know who they are, but they showed up on the list, I guess, or somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, of course, Apple came to mind. Yeah, yeah. Apple, Apple comes to my mind. So wait, so Ocean Emmett. I mean, that does have a ring. Uh, It could have been better. Yeah, I guess it's. uh, If they like it, I love it. But it's I wouldn't have named my kid Ocean personally. And Brittany is about to pop soon. I was telling Vanessa, my mom is like so sick of her maternity picture. She's like, just have the fucking baby already. Like, because <laughs> she posts them like every day and it makes people feel like she's been pregnant for two years. Yeah, it's time to move on. Let's have this like, baby. Yeah, like post one once a month. Like month yeah. two, month three, month four. Like not like uh, day one, two, three, four, five. Like it feels like the whole year. I'm sick of looking <laughs> at it. I can't. All right. Final thing to talk about before we wrap it up this week is The Bachelor, the finale. That's, this is you guys, the floor, you guys are on the floor. Go for it. Did you watch? Uh, Yes and no. I watched and I'm not done, but go ahead. Let's talk about it and spoil it. Cause I mean. Yeah, I'm like halfway through, I think 30 minutes through to the point where it looks like Chris Harrison is just fucking over it. He's like, okay, so your mom's advice to you was like, love's always going to end. What kind of greeting card is that? And he's like, so what are you telling me, dude? Like, do you want to get engaged or not? That's kind of right, Ryan. Well, you know what it is. Talk about take one for the team. So like, I mean, I like The Bachelor, but I interviewed 800 people from The Bachelor. And so for my show, I had to literally, because this shit has been changing by the millisecond. And mm-hmm. Rachel Lindsay and Chris, so I have had to like research and be up on it for each guest every hour. And now that we have no more Bachelor guests... I'm just like, I'll get to this when I when get to I get it. To it. <laughs> so that is why I'm not motivated to watch too much of The Bachelor. But I mean, we, we know Matt's single. We know he doesn't end up with either of them. Yeah, I read this morning. So he proposes to Rachel and then dumps her right after the news about the Annabellum party came out. This is probably an unpopular opinion, but I think it was a cop out for him because, I mean, if you really yeah, love someone and they make an ignorant mistake like that, you explain yeah. to them and you make them better as a partner. So I think that, you know, he just didn't want to. Yeah. Like if you're in love, love, you don't, you just don't. give up. You, right. Yeah. You don't. That's the first you, problem. Yeah. Before you did, before you met each other. And I truly believe she was just ignorant in the situation. I don't think that she's like a aggressive racist. Like, <laughs> right. There's like Taylor. I forgot her last name from The Bachelor. Like, she posted a gazillion tweets online against like Asian and gay, and like she went down the list. I haven't read them all, but that to me is a different situation than some of these yeah. other situations. Right. Totally different levels. But you know, I mean, she's done with ABC, Rachel Kirkconnell, and she's there's no there's no heading out into Bachelor in Paradise for her or anything like that. It's it's over. Well, yeah, after this boring season, I'm just glad it's over, period. Mm-hmm. This wasn't my favorite season. I mean, not thrilled about either of the Bachelorettes that are coming up, to be honest with you. Well, they um, chose, you like, I mean, they chose Michelle and they chose Katie. Yeah, I, Katie I saw coming. I know Abigail was a fan favorite too, but why are there two? Well... There, I mean, I have my own reasons of why there are two. 
I think there are, well, they're going to film them back to back. They say because Michelle is a teacher and is not leaving that job. Please quote Spill and Sip right now that we've said this, because I guarantee you once she's the Bachelorette and then the Dancing with the Stars and Celebrity Rehab and this and that, she ain't going to be no teacher for too long. But Mm -hmm. go on. She says Mm -hmm. she's not, let's just mark it here. (laughs) She says she's not going to quit being a teacher, which I don't think she is for now. So she wants to film before the season before school starts in September. But Katie's season is going to be aired first. But I truly, I mean, I'm calling it what it is. I think it's racial. I think it's racial diversity. I think that they're like, we, that's period. I don't even know what else to say. Like, I think they're like, Katie's the one and we just can't have just Katie. We have to have a game plan. Mm -hmm. So now we have racial diversity. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that's what I think. No, ABC's in like save face mode. And And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're, I don't know. Maybe they're going to air it back to back. That I don't know. Like if it's going to be Bachelorette and another Bachelorette, I think it might be Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. And then I think another Bachelorette maybe. That sounds more right. Yeah. That sounds like it would make more sense. With no Bachelor then or something. So there's even more racial, I mean, even more diversity. We're going to do two women back to back. Mm-hmm. I just think, again, no problem with any of this. I just think it's a calculated ABC move mm-hmm. of like, we can't just choose Katie. I, I don't see either of them being able to lead the Bachelorette, but that's just me. Mm. Well, we will see. We will we'll have to keep up with all of it. I will say I am super excited about Bachelor in Paradise just because the women are such fucking bitches. Like, <laughs> I cannot wait to see them throw hands on that island. I have two words for you, Queen Victoria. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Has her offer gone out? And listen, have you seen her? Like, she's looking, even people, she's looking good. She, she did. Is, mm-hmm. She's like, she's looking, she's pulling it. She's getting the hair, the nails. Like, Queen Victoria is pulling it together. She I had think- to have done the under eye filler, too, because dark circles no more. She stepped up her game. But she didn't. <laughs> She's like, I'm waiting for that offer for Bachelor in Paradise, and I'm going to work on all my procedures now. And, and she'll get it. Because she'll people can stop talking about her and her bra straps, which I think she will also fix, which she even said on the reunion. People kept talking about my bra straps. I was bullied. <laughs> I love Well, girl, some get a strapless bra. Get a strapless yeah. bra, and then we won't talk about it. But maybe she's so calculated she did that shit on purpose, letting it all hang out. <laughs> Correct. Well, guys, that was another fun episode of Spill and Sip. I had fun. I hope everybody else had fun. Um, Anything else anybody want to add before we wrap it up this week? Not really. Let me know what you think of my kill tomorrow. Tell me if we did justice. Oh, yes. I am going to be tuning into that first thing in the morning. Otherwise than that, we hope that you guys have a great rest of your week. Make sure you catch David on his podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope, and you catch us on our weekly episode on Thursdays. Have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye, you guys.